Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Suit up. Mission Impossible Fallout is 95% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of the best action movies ever made. Showtime. Rolling Stone calls it off the charts spectacular. What is he doing? I find it best not to look. A thrillingly clever story filled with twists and turns. Target Ethan Hunt. We should be dead. Why aren't we? With an ending that will blow you away. Wait are out. In. Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible Fallout. Now playing. When PG-13 may be inappropriate for children under 13. Give me a break. That's what we're going to do, Michael. We're going to be like accountants now in baseball. Uh, what is it? The Pythagorean theorem. The Pythagorean theorem says that the Red Jays offensive line, that their record should be one in one. That's the Pythagorean theorem said that the Giants offensive line, that their record should be two and all. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. It's guys being dudes. Here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, I'm Kyle Krabs, your solo host for the day. Joe has the day off. But that's alright, I got you covered. Because you see, uh, Joe is hard at work at finishing his 2018 prospect portfolio, culmination of his notes and reports on 300 of the best NFL draft prospects available in the 2018 NFL draft. I, you see, and this is why, uh, today is a very special day, I am done with the 2018 NFL Draft Prospectus, which is my version of a draft guide. Uh, This is my fifth year completing the Prospectus. 300 players bringing me to a grand total of 1,534 reports written in the past five years. As you can imagine, uh, this is a bit of a labor of love, which is why Joe has the day off. We want to make sure that he uh, is able to you know, get some nice headway here, make sure he hits his deadlines. Whereas yours truly, you know, it's snowing outside and here in, in northern Delaware, uh, expecting approximately another 6 to 8 inches of snow today. It's 12.45 on a Wednesday afternoon. Snowed in. Reports are done. Life is good. And what I want to do today is I want to talk through uh, some of the reactions that I have when I look at my completed 2018 NFL draft board, um, where the depth lies in the class. 
But before we get to that, I do want to make a note. I would highly encourage you guys to swing over to fanspeak.com and participate in their on-the-clock simulator. Why? Because my 2018 NFL draft board is now available at Fanspeak. I do want to give some fair warning. If you use my board, you are going to see some names available in junctures in the draft much later than what you would expect and what is actually going to happen. Why? Uh, because I'm not in the business of telling you how the draft is going to go down. It is one of the most unpredictable uh, 32 separate variables with hundreds of players available. Uh, one of the most unpredictable events in sports. It really is. So there's no sense in me sitting here trying to forecast and put together a big board that's reflective of how the draft is going to go. No, instead, uh, my board is based around who I think will find success in the NFL. So that's why when you see Josh Allen is available in the 150s, don't take him. Or do take him. I don't care. You can take him, but don't, don't brag about it. Don't tweet it out and brag, oh, what a dream this would be. We landed Josh in the fifth round. Yeah, he's, he's going in the top 20. He's going probably going in the top 10. Uh, but I want you to use the board as, a, as an opportunity to kind of learn where I stand on the players before the, the prospectus comes out. And, and those of you who uh, opt to purchase one are able to, to really dig into that. And, you know, this last month for me is really a lot of me putting a lot of the thoughts that you'll get in the guide out into the general space anyway. So um, would highly encourage you all to subscribe. But if you don't, don't worry. You know, you'll, you'll be able to get a lot of my opinions on a lot of these players uh, leading up to the draft itself. So just don't, don't be surprised when Taven Bryan's there in the top 15 picks of the second round. Uh, I don't think he's going to last that long. You know, I, I don't think Chukwumo Korafor is going to go in the top 20. But that's where he's out on my board because I think he has a very strong chance, uh, a very strong projection, a very strong opportunity to be a successful starting NFL left tackle. So uh, that's the thought process behind the board. I think it's important you guys understand the thought process on the board before you start running mocks with it and start getting surprised and thrilled and, oh, man, this, this would be great. It's, it's not meant to be realistic of the actual draft. And I think there's some confusion there. So when I look over my personal 2018 NFL draft board, a uh, couple things that stand out. I think you have four chances to land yourself a franchise quarterback in this draft class. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen are both in the top eight. Lamar Jackson is in the top 30 at 29. And Sam Darnold is in the top 50 at 46. I think if you look at those players, it's fairly accurate representation of how I honestly believe the risk falls with these four players. Uh, Lamar has some special traits and playmaking ability that give him... Um, an opportunity to find success, sustained success, perhaps a little bit more uh, consistently than what you would find with Sam Darnold, provided they both struggle early on in their careers. So I think that that's a big divider and tiebreaker between those guys. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included, so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. 
Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Uh, looking through uh, some of the other position groups, we have 13 off-ball linebackers. 13 linebackers in the top 100 on the board this year. It's a great class to need linebackers because if you miss Tremaine Edmonds, if you miss Roquan Smith, uh, if you're picking outside the top 20, 25, and you, you miss Leighton Van Der Esch, who's a guy I'm not as high on because of where he's at right now, but do acknowledge there's tremendous ceiling here. So you want to roll the dice on that? You want to invest in that? Great. You know, he's 40th on my draft board. Don't tell me I don't like him. There's just a little bit more inherent risk with how he plays the game between the years right now. Um, you miss on those guys. You're going to have an opportunity on day two to land really good players. You're going to have a chance to land a Malik Jefferson who's got to go in the right spot. You've got to be able to play him off the ball, let him just chase the football. You're going to have the opportunity to land a guy like maybe Sky Moore or Tigray Scales or Jack Sitchie or Darius Leonard or Dorian O'Daniel. I mean, they, they, I mean, these are all guys in the top 100 for me. They're all really good football players. And then you got your safety hybrids. There's a lot of safeties in the top 100 as well. I've got nine safeties in the top 100. Uh, a couple of those guys could be nickel linebackers. You know, somebody like Quinn Blanding, who, uh, to be quite frank, I'm surprised he landed as well as he did on the board. I thought his film was okay, but I wasn't necessarily sure this is a guy that's going to be able to step in and uh, be an every-down contributor. But then you stop and think, and you, you look at the production, you look at where his strengths are on film, the metrics supported him a little bit to complement film that suggested there's a role for him. So he's, I mean, he's right around pick 90 on the board. And I think that's fair for him. This is somebody who, a Dion Buchanan potential, um, I don't think he has the man-to-man ability. I, I don't want him playing man-to-man. But nickel linebacker, potential inside linebacker, hybrid type player. No, you're, you're talking end of day two? I think that's a nice value for a player like that, that that you know between the years is going to be able to execute any responsibilities that you give him. Offensive tackle was another group that I was surprised to see as much talent in the top 100 as we did. Because you hear a lot about how this is not a great offensive tackle class, and a lot of the guys that even landed up in this space do have questions for full transparency. But uh, UCLA Colton Miller. Had a really, really good week of athletic testing at the NFL Combine. Uh, he's got some lapses on his tape. He's a little too impatient. He needs to sit back on his pass set a little bit more and prevent himself from really getting out over top of his toes. Uh, but the traits are there for a left tackle. He's in the 80s on the board. 
Alex Kappa, the Humboldt State kid that came to the Senior Bowl and dominated everybody lined up against for a vast majority of the week. Uh, small school kid, there's some questions there. Uh, those are important to note that he there's there's a transition there. And I think personally, I, I believe he's going to have to really develop some upper body strength to help complement his base and his foot quickness. And uh, you see him just tossing guys around a lot at Humboldt State on tape, but you're not going to be able to do that at the NFL level. So that the strength has to catch up with your brain. But Kappa, I mean, yeah, we're talking he's 68th on the board. Early third round, Houston Texans. You don't think they wouldn't sign up for that? Right now they're set to start Julian Davenport and left tackle. Uh, Alex Kappa, if you want to accept there's some growing pains, you can throw him out there, let him work through it. If not, hey, I mean, just you know, give him the red shirt year, keep him in the weight room, let him continue to work on his technique. He's one of uh, LaCharles Bentley's guys, and LaCharles does an awesome job in, in prepping these guys and, and kind of molding and shifting their bodies and um, – I think you'll see that with Kappa and continued success for, for LaCharles and his guys. Tyrell Crosby, offensive tackle seven. He has a second-round grade, 60th on the board. I, see some, kind of, I get some Cyrus Quanzo vibes from Tyrell. He's a little, he's a little stiff. He's, he's actually fairly stiff in the hips. Has a hard time really unlocking and unloading. But he's so long. He's got nice power in his hands. He can displace defenders climbing off the line of scrimmage, uh, those are starter caliber traits. And he's got length to protect in, in pass coverage or pass protection as well. So uh, that's a name that I, I really, really like. Um, I mean, even names like, uh, I mentioned Chakuma Core 4 already, Will Richardson from NC State. Uh, Richardson was interesting for me. I caught him at the end of my offensive tackle evaluations and, you get to a certain point, you're just expecting every player that you watch is not going to be very good. Well, Richardson, um, very good tape. He's powerful. He's strong. He's big. Uh, he does have two red marks on his uh, off the field, uh, which are things to note, and that's really important to be aware of. Uh, he had acknowledged in this offseason that he had been suspended for two games due to marijuana use uh, during his senior year. And as a redshirt freshman, he was cited and arrested for uh, DUI. So there's some lapses in decision-making here. And this is something I talked about on NDTScouting.com. Yesterday, I, I wrote an article talking about three uh, red flag prospects and, and how you should approach the investment here. Talked about Arden Key, talked about Will Richardson, and talked about Antonio Callaway. I'm not touching Antonio Callaway with a 20-foot pole. It's just a really long, uh, established track record of poor decision-making there. Arden Key, there's some more unknown. There's a lot of rumors, but you know, we're not in the market for rumors. We're in the market for you know, fact. So uh, I'm not going to speak on what rumors are, but I will say he spent time away from the program. Uh, he had durability issues at LSU. He entered the season between 275 and 280 and came into the combine at 238. There's a lot of flux here to go with inconsistent tape. His flashes of traits are outstanding. He's got 2016 as a pass rush clinic. He set the LSU single season record for sacks. 2017, I thought he was very good defending the run, getting into his run fits. Watch the Alabama game. I thought he got into run fits very well. 
where's the truth fall for him? That's somebody that the talent is all there. That's why he's 17th on my board, but he's got more red flag tags than anybody else in the class. So that's somebody I'm expecting to slide into middle of day two, end of day two, potentially beginning of day three. Will Richardson, I think as long as you feel comfortable with the support system around him, uh, some, some senior leadership on the team and in that position group to help mentor him, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to drop him a whole bunch for, for some lapses in judgment. Do you want to see it get better? Yes, it has to. There's no option here. It has to get better. But it's a much easier thing to sift through than some of the other red flags that you get from some of the other people. Um, if I look through the remainder of the board, I'm, I'm still in the top 100 here. Um, really surprised. Well, I don't know if I'm surprised. I love seeing, I'll put it that way, I love seeing the interior defensive line group and just how strong this group is. Maurice Hurst, if the heart condition is fine, which we're all hoping that it is, first-round player. Top player that can play on the interior. My comp for him is Geno Atkins, and I think it's well-placed. Nathan Shepard, Deron Payne, both of those guys in the top 25. Really good football players. Very different backgrounds and profiles, though. Uh, Physically... And as far as their power, uh, both of those guys, extremely powerful, extremely stout, carry their weight extremely well. Shepard spent two years out of football, couldn't afford college, made the long journey back to Fort Hayes State. Deron Payne, a little bit of an underachiever at Alabama, with the exception of the the college football playoff games. Vita Vea, 32nd on my board. I have people asking me when they do the mock draft simulator, why don't you like Vita Vea? Are you kidding me? I love Vita Vea. He's 32nd on the board. It's just the the output of the number of 747 or 774, which is uh, an early second round value, came out to be the 32nd highest value that I got in the draft class. So I very much like Vita Vea. I think depending on your scheme, I would have no qualms about him going 15, anywhere after 15. I think it's great value for a guy like that. Extremely disruptive player. Just don't play him at the nose. Please don't play him at the nose. Taven Bryan also in the top 50. Taven Bryan's an interesting one for me because I was super stoked about his film. I thought he had tremendous traits. He had a really, really strong film score. Uh, the athletic testing was good, but not great because I do adjust for size, and he came in very small, I think 291, 292. Uh, so even though he had some explosive numbers, uh, that scoring was tempered a little bit because uh, he came in a little smaller than what we would have liked to have seen. Um, obviously, he's an inexperienced player, uh, doesn't have a whole lot of starting experience. I think he only started 14 games at Florida. Was not overly productive either. So, you, I mean, you put all those things together and you got a really strong film score. Uh, but the, the off-the-field complementary metrics and, and measures don't add up to some of his contemporaries, and that's why he ends up being the fifth-rated interior defensive line. But he's a top-50 player. I would love him, you know, even based on his upside, you know, to, and drafting off a scheme. You get into the, the mid-20s, I think it's a great pick. I think it's an outstanding pick. 
And that's the, that is the complicated part about the way that we do evaluations on the outside. I'm almost rating more for likelihood of success as compared to projecting where they'll go. So keep that in mind as you guys dig into the big board. The big board itself will actually go up on NDT scouting in about a week or two. I uh, want to make sure that the, uh, the folks who have the, the prospectus have a chance to dig into it uh, first. I think we'll put the top 150 up on ndtscouting.com. Uh, let you guys really dig into that and, and have some fun with that. As I'm looking through the rest of the big board, not even necessarily the top 100 anymore, there's a lot of guys I like a lot between 101 and 200 on the board. I like Naeem Hines a lot. I like Peter Columbayi a lot. I got like Kamoko Ture a lot. I like Oregon State running back Ryan Nall a whole bunch. Tyler Conklin from Central Michigan. Justin Jackson, the running back from Northwestern. Pass rushers Joe Ostman and, and uh, Kylie Fitz are another two that I, I really, really like. Those are some fun players. Get some fun comps for those two cooked up for the prospectus, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna tease that. I think we're doing a comp show with Joe at some point. Um, so I think there's a lot of great opportunity here, beginning portions of day three, to land some high impact uh, contributors to your roster. Florenzo Facutasi. Did I say that right? Foley Facutasi from uh, UConn. Defensive lineman, having rated 107th on the board. My goodness gracious. I think this guy can start. I don't think his impact is all that great. But I think he can start. He can be a reliable piece of a team defense-oriented front seven. You can have a lot of success with that. Javon Wims from Georgia. Uh, Juco transfer to Georgia. Plays with the bully ball, my ball mentality as a contested catch receiver. I love that about him. I, I think he's somebody that can be a really strong possession receiver. Not necessarily a super dynamic guy. Not necessarily a guy that's going to you know, break off 1,000-yard seasons back to back to back to back. But the flashes are really strong. He's got strong hands. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a guy that breaks 1,000 yards and does it more than once. Um, but he's a little one-dimensional. He's got to work on his separation skills a little bit more to really help him fill out. Syrian Neal from Jacksonville State. Dude, this guy's a boss. He beats you up in the secondary. He's another name that I, I really like. So uh, 101 to 200 is a group that has a lot of talent that you, I like. I like a lot, which is exciting because that's the money rounds, right? We say the middle rounds are the money rounds. Everybody's supposed to hit on their day one picks. That's supposed to. It's a high-profile guy. Anybody can show up and, and cover the draft and contribute on day one and probably day two, right? That's, that's um, We're seeing Troy Aikman's getting involved in draft coverage now for Fox and, and NFL Network. Um, maybe Troy surprises me. I don't know, and I, I won't know because we at NDT Scouting are going to be doing our own live draft coverage as well. Um, but the middle rounds are the money rounds because that's where you really have to do your homework. And if you do and you start putting these puzzle pieces together, you can find a lot of pieces that really, really fit and complement what you're trying to do. Hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of a sneak peek into uh, 
my personal 2018 NFL Draft Big Board. As I said, the board itself will be up at NDTScouting.com sometime within the next week. Uh, NFL Draft Prospectus releases next Monday the 26th. Give that a date or two to sink in for, for folks who uh, have purchased. If you want to purchase, you can swing over to NDTScouting.com. Hit the register button, and uh, for $20, you get Joe Marino's 2018 Prospect Portfolio, my 2018 NFL Draft Prospectus, and every draft guide we've previously written also comes included at that cost. So highly encourage you guys. You love the draft. You want some materials. You want some preparations. You like draft dudes. Hit us up because we will not disappoint you. I personally guarantee you will not be disappointed with the work that we put into this. This is my biggest and best yet. As I said, this is my fifth edition of the Prospectus. We'll be back on Friday, most likely doing Instagram Live on Friday night, so you guys have something to look forward to. Get those questions prepped. You can follow us on Instagram at NDTScouting. You can follow me on Twitter at NDTScouting. Also, be sure to swing over to NDTScouting.com and FanRagSports.com. Keep up with all of our latest NFL Draft coverage as we make this final push. We're about a month away, so it's going to be here before we know it. But we got you covered at NDT Scouting. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Hey, you, with a rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down mortgage option, my human realized a new home was within reach, and I only gave her puppy eyes once. Get your human to talk to a mortgage consultant or learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS R.I.D. 399801. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.